So, welcome to me and Pete. I'm Pete. I'm me. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the entire reason we're doing this. Yeah, just you said you wanted to start a podcast called Me and Pete. And uh, I was like, all right, this sounds this sounds cool. I mean, I guess I can be the me, me being David, by the way. We should get that out of the way. I am Pete. You are Pete. Yeah. But I don't... Do people call you Pete? Uh, no. Well, yes and no. Like, where do people call you Pete? Okay. Some... Nah, no family members call me Pete. Some uh, people in the sports worlds I'm part of call me Pete. Okay. Um, there's a very select few who call me Petey. And it's okay. like perfectly fine and natural for them. And if, I would never introduce myself as Petey because it's, yeah. like, it's, it's, not, it's, it's not a real name. It's I mean, funny, I guess it is, but... It's funny that you mention that, though, because... I think David's a very similar name in that sense. Like, I don't, I don't play sports anymore. So I don't, not in the sporting world, I don't think anyone ever called me Dave. But like working, working relationships, people who don't know me outside of work at all, Dave has definitely been a thing. Mm-hmm. And I can think of two specific people who've called me Davey. Oh my goodness, that's and, uncomfortable. And it's, and, but it's funny because it's totally allowable in the sense, like one's my grandmother. Uh, my yeah, nana. I'll, let, I'll let that slide. Yeah, she's called me... Hey, Davey. Like, she'll say that sort of thing, right? Um, and then the other is just like an old friend where, I, like, he didn't call me Davey when we were friends younger, but it just is a thing now, I guess. But, um, but yeah, no, this is, this is me and Pete. Mm-hmm. This is, and, and when you approached me about this podcast, this is the thing that I think is funny. So you said, I want to start a podcast called Me and Pete. I said, sure, I'm in. Like, <laughs> it's going to be about Fallout Boy. And then I said, I'm out. <laughs> and then you said, ah, oh, all right. But so, so here's the idea. Basically, I think the idea is I'm going to try and convince you that Fallout yeah. Boy is actually good. Yeah. And which so, is going to be difficult at times. <laughs> um, admittedly, <laughs> I can see that already. Uh, but what I was going to say is uh, um, with, with Fallout Boy, uh, well, the idea of this podcast, sorry, is what I was going to say, is that, you know, much like, the, the, I don't know if this is a new trend in podcasts, a new thing where they're like, I mean, there's a number of them now. We're like, we're going to take a look at a, a band song by song. And so that's the idea, except usually that's done by people who are fans of the band. Mm-hmm. Um, so you fit that criteria for Fall Out Boy. Very much so. But I don't. I mean, like, I don't dislike Fall Out Boy. There are some songs where I'm like, all right. But I don't, I don't know if I've listened to anything outside of really their singles. Mm. Um, so that's where I'm interested to see... Kind of where this goes. And then, yeah, so the idea was you have to convince me to like Fall Out Boy one song at a time. So yeah. welcome to me and Pete, the podcast about Fall Out Boy, where Pete tries to convince me to like Fall Out Boy one song at a time. <laughs> Pretty straightforward. Did you, do you know how many songs they have? Uh, no. I, I looked up a singles list, and yeah. it's, it's complicated because... Well, like those are singles. Unless we're yeah, just well, going to yeah. focus no, on the singles. No, not just singles. <laughs> That'll be a short uh, podcast. But then like... There's a thousand remixes. Yeah, I was gonna of every song, so it's hard to get like a real track listing. Yeah, I think, I'm sure somebody has one. I think I was gonna say though, like with the remixes. I mean, I don't. I, I mean, it's it's entirely up to you. Oh yeah, don't worry. I've I've been weeding out which ones are like right remixes of a song and which remix becomes its own song. Sure. Okay. Because there, there's a distinction. Do they have multiple remix albums? Like I know they have. What was the remix album called? Make a Make a Make America Psycho again, or was that that is just... that is a remix album? Yeah, yeah. So like that, there's one, that one I'm aware of. Yeah, there's one that's just like a deluxe edition of From Under the Cork Tree that okay. has like 
a couple different dance dances and sugar were going downs, I think. Right. Man, I should have done more research. I, I'm like, yeah, but those uh, are, again, those are only when you focus on those songs. Like, that's the thing. I think we get, true. I think what it boils down to um, is that we look at those remixes just as we look at those specific songs. And that, that makes they, sense. We'll that probably they relate will. to. We probably will. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't want to do episodes entirely on their own. Because, <laughs> like, otherwise, yeah. I mean, one, one episode that we're, are kind of prepping for or whatever it has a remix and i don't want to say what the song is right now because that'll just be when the episode comes out but i don't know that we need two episodes on that same song you know what i mean so i think we we can break down the remix when it boils when, when that episode comes up but fair yeah. fair so um so you have like no real feelings one way or the other towards fallout boy or if anything you lean slightly towards like not a fan um i would say yeah i mean i guess if a fan like if you're defining fan and not fan like a a fan is someone who's listened to entire albums and actually you know like went in search of their music um i can't say i've ever done that as far as like fallout boy is concerned i like when they were big on the radio like to like sugar we're going down or whatever i they were never a band where i was like oh gotta turn this off in fact like i could probably sing along to most words in that song like because I, it's amazing right we'll i get to it yeah we'll get to it i i enjoy them to a very limited extent like i, I was never intrigued to be like okay but i need to find more and i think part of that is because they i mean it's safe to say they were kind of like the at least as far as i can tell kind of like the 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 pioneers of a specific sound in the pop punk emo sort of world mm-hmm. and then the copycats that followed i could just never get into yeah outside of the academy is um i actually really i i could do a podcast well no i couldn't because i really like the academy is almost here like their first record and then fast times at barrington high their last record but I think they have a one or two in between that are really forgettable for me. But um, I mean, maybe that's the case with Follow Boy too. We'll have to see. But uh, yeah, so I wouldn't say I, you know, I don't, I don't hate Fallout Boy. There are aspects of the band I don't really enjoy. <laughs> but Fair enough. That's what this is about. We're gonna find out, you know, a little bit more about me and about Fallout Boy, but and about you, I guess, Pete. Nah, we'll see. Do I get to? I, I'm still trying to figure out if I call you Pete on the podcast or not. Like, I feel like you are a person who typically calls me Pete. No, Spoil- I don't. Don't I, you? No, I no. And I was thinking about that because, and I'm always like, I wonder if he gets annoyed at that because what I do is I call you Pita. Oh, that's true. Like from Family Guy, right? Pita, right? <laughs> Which could be viewed as maybe you love it, or maybe you're just like. Again, someone else is referring to me as Peter in the lowest voice from Family Guy. Or maybe I've just like tuned it out in my brain where I'm like, no, he, he calls me Pete because I hear you say Pete and then I, I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> He's clearly not saying Pete-er. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Maybe he just like, maybe all my T's are Taz. <laughs> Could be. Could be. Pete-a. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah, no. So, I, uh, we'll see if I refer to you as Pete. I mean, the podcast is not, but also is entirely named after you. It is. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, there's a reason besides my name being yeah. uh, Pete that yeah. we went with that. It's just a catchy lyric in one of the songs, the song that we're this, going to start with. Yes. Saturday by the band Fall Out Boy. I'm good to go and I'm going nowhere fast Could be worse or could be taking you there with me I'm good to go 
Yeah, this song actually, so I'd never heard it before. Really? Uh, as far as like, I mean, unless it, you know, again, popped up somewhere and I never paid attention. I, I have a feeling there are songs that that'll be the case where it's like I have actually heard them before. Yeah. But just have zero real, you know, memory of them or whatever or knowledge of them. But um, I will say this. As soon as it came on, I was like, okay, okay. And I knew like their earlier stuff because this is off of. Take this to your uh, take grave. Take this to your grave. I was going to call it dig your own grave. <laughs> <laughs> Something about a grave. Take this to your grave. Um, which, now, now see, here's the thing. This is where your knowledge comes into play. Because is this their first full length? I think so. I should know that better. Yeah, it, I'm pretty sure it's their first full length. I think they just had, like, limited releases before that. Yeah. and then It's on uh, Fueled by Ramen, I think. Yeah, and then From Under the Cork Tree is their first, like, big yeah. release. But, yeah, yeah, this is their... This was their first one. Yeah. And, the, um, and the, I mean, I'm going to just straight out say this. I like this song. So like, I'm good. not off to, I'm not off to a good start in being like the curmudgeon on the podcast because immediately I'm like, yeah, I, I actually like this song. Um, I mean, it just jumps right into it and I don't know, like I, it's, it's a lot of fun. And yeah, the me and Pete line uh, is funny. So I thought, I'd, yeah, I thought I'd share this. Because so you reckon you said this is what I want the show to be called, and it's a lyric from a Fallout Boy song. I'm like okay, and so like well let's start with that song. Well, it was either it was either me and Pete or Pete and I. And so that's what I wanted to bring up is because Pete and I is the first line that you hear in the song in reference to Pete, right? Yeah. And so I'm like, what an idiot! It's not even me <laughs> and Pete. It's Pete and I. I mean, he's actually grammatically correct here because that was the other thing. I was like, me and Pete. That's not even grammatically correct. <laughs> But then, yeah, later in the song, um, of course, he, he does say me and Pete. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay, there <laughs> it is. But yeah, no, it's, you know, we can end the podcast right here now. I like this song. Oh, perfect. <laughs> well, there you have it. We, we jumped, we jumped a little, the gun a little bit, though, because I did want to talk about where we have some beer. And part of the reason I wanted to start another, so I, I host another podcast called Growing Up Punk, where we talk about punk bands that we grew up listening to so help me if you re- mention another podcast that i'm not on i will be fucked you were technically on that podcast <laughs> that's true, that's true. in just... the very early incarnation it was called music to my peers and right you were on it. right and we talked about our lady peace 
and May? Yeah, yeah, May, the album that I kind of listened to but didn't. Those, yeah, yeah, that's right. You didn't, I don't think you listened to it at all. You just thought you, you remembered the title track. I don't even know how that album then came up because it's because you asked me about it and I was like, oh yeah, I remember that song. The, <laughs> the, uh, the, Everglow? The, the Everglow? I was going to yeah. say Afterglow. Yeah. I clearly remember it yeah, well. Yeah, it's just the same as Digging Your Own Grave. <laughs> um, which that, that episode is actually no longer available, though. So technically, by all accounts, you're right. This is... It's okay. My best episode never released anyways. What one was that? The, the oh, one, the Jimmy Eat World the, one. The one we will never speak of. Yeah. Just the best... I mean... Uh, the best Jimmy Eat World album. What, what was it? Um, was it Futures? No, no, no. Oh, uh, Chase yeah. This Light. We talked Wait. about Chase This Light? That Dude. is a great album. Or was it in Inventing? No, it's no. Chase This Light. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Um, I think. <laughs> well, because I recorded a couple episodes where I was going to do this whole Jimmy Eat World thing, and, uh, which is similar to this, except it was just one album at a time. Anyway, yeah. uh, we're, oh, I was saying, I, part of the reason you piqued my interest with talking about starting a podcast is because this other podcast I do, I record it like in different locations, right? So I'm here, mm-hmm. and my buddy Aaron is in Regina, and... Uh, so I'm like, ah, oh, I want to do a podcast where we can actually sit down and, and consume different beer and briefly talk about beer uh, while also talking about music. So what, what, why I wanted to bring that up is because you brought some different beer and one of them that you brought is, uh, so we're, we're in Edmonton. So this particular brewery, uh, not everyone you brought is from Edmonton. In fact, maybe this is the only one. Actually, no, both of these are. Okay. But Town Square is even, cl- uh, we're like right in between Town Square and Analog right now. Right. Um, but anyway, Analog Brewing, the one that I'm holding here, this one's called Ready Paler One, which is great. I, I love all of their like logo design and marketing, like the whole 8-bit video game thing. Quite nice. I'm 100% behind, but I had a funny story about this. So my first experience with Analog Brewing was at Punk and Drublick, um, mm. which was like a punk rock show. And before it was a craft beer festival. And so analog brewing was there and so i got a sticker from them right now i have a water bottle at work where i like load it up with stickers and so i put the analog brewing sticker on there and then i got some other stickers i can't remember what it was for exactly but so the placement went over part of the analog brewing sticker and without me noticing where i put it the sticker now says anal brewing (laughs) (laughs) and i was standing there at work holding it this water bottle and someone's like what does that say and i'm like (laughs) taken aback by their reaction because i'm like what do you mean what is this and i look and i'm like oh <laughs> that's amazing so now it's always his anal brewing but nice um, yeah no this is this is good though ready paler one they're they call it their super session ipa i don't know if that's different than a session ipa or if they're just like i think it's like a super mario yeah yeah thing that's that's I think? I that's know. what i'm trying to figure out too if it's supposed to be like a, a a video game reference or if it's even like the i mean i don't know how you get even more of a session ipa unless it's even less alcohol i mean the ibus are only 30 which isn't very much um but i don't know it's especially for an ipa yeah this is your hipster beer talk portion of the podcast yeah which i mean i used to be way more into like craft beer stuff and now i'm just kind of like yep beer yeah <laughs> put it in me <laughs> if it tastes good i like it if it doesn't taste good yeah. i don't like it yeah I'm, i like this yeah it's a it's a win i mean you're not drinking what i'm drinking so no stop talking, but i have stop i have putting words in my mouth. i have it in my brain beer in my mouth. i know how good it tastes uh since since we're doing this i'm yeah, drinking mr movember from town square brewing 
It's got an awesome picture of a uh, of a fox with a mustache. Yeah, and the mustache actually peels off the can. It's a sticker. That's incredible. Yeah. So I what w- are you putting it on? That's I don't my know. Question. I haven't decided yet. That's pretty great. I'm, well, if you don't figure out before you leave, I'm, and you leave, and it's off the can, I'll I'll leave it here for you. I have another <laughs> I have another can at home. Maybe it'll go on my my uh, water bottle at work, so I can cover up anal brewing. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll just say brewing. Not a bad plan. Not um, a bad plan. So all that to say, um, beer is good. Beer is good to, until it's not. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> been there. Anyway, follow anyway. Saturday when we're recording this on a Tuesday. So that's all sorts of mess. Yeah. A snowy, snowy Tuesday. Um, so I'm pretty sure my entry into Fallout Boy was... Now I can't remember if it was Grand Theft Auto or if it was Sugar We're Going Down. I'm pretty sure somebody showed me Grand Theft Auto and then I listened to uh, I listened to the album... And I liked it a lot and then got really into them with from under the cork tree. But yeah, I, I remember Saturday as like, I don't know. It's what well, to, to quote another podcast that we like, uh, it's real you're sad putting, boy music. Putting words in my mouth again. <laughs> not, what, what podcast uh, are you quoting? I said, I said podcast. We like not one of yours. Um, no, 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 no. I know, but, but you're putting words. I want to make sure I do like this podcast. Oh, you like Columbia house party. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, yes. I do like Columbia house party. <laughs> yeah. So they, they referred to it lovingly as sad boy music, which, yeah. oh man, I was the saddest boy. Oh, no, no. no okay, Why I was, were you so sad? I wasn't the saddest boy, but like, um, no, open up, an, Pete. Another overused term is this. This one got me right in the feels. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. That was what this song. Yeah. Okay, because like this song, I was like, I was, I was trying to like, I, I took a look at the lyrics. So first and foremost, I do want to say uh, one thing I've always appreciated about Fallout Boy is like their their titles and how they're yeah. a lot of them are sentences. And the first song you suggest is literally one word. I, know. I was a little <laughs> bit disappointed. A little bit disappointed, but. Um, like lyrically, this song, I uh, I was I was looking at it. And I'm like, yeah, you, I get this feeling of like, because it, it really kind of seems. I don't know how old they were when they wrote it, but the picture that gets painted for me is like I saw someone. I think it was on maybe the Fallout Boy Reddit as I was just kind of reading some stuff. Might have been specifically. It would have been specifically about this song, but or it was on the Genius sort of breakdown. But they were talking basically about. Uh, oh no, it was on Reddit. They were talking about how they they tried to use this song as their grad song and i was like yeah Mm. i can kind of see that where there's like there's this certain amount of optimism but also like this little bit of like um like there's 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 cautious optimism if that makes sense Mm -hmm. in this song so i don't know what they were writing it out of like because it kind of seems a little bit like um you know the the references to me and Pete or Pete and I, like, like a little bit of it reminds me of like, they're maybe setting out on their first kind of tour. Uh, if that, you know, like that makes sense. Like they're just that optimism, that hope that they're like, man, we, I, we might actually have a shot at doing this Yeah, as a band. And I mean, obviously uh, spoiler alert that they've done all right for themselves. They did it. They did they, it. They did it. They did it. Um, but yeah, just like talking about the, like, you know, kind of that, that super excitement when you're like, oh man, like for instance, I'm going to like Vancouver this weekend. And so that's been on my horizon and you know, you kind of be like, oh yeah, man. And like in two weeks I'm going to Vancouver, Mm -hmm. you know, like that kind of like countdown of excitement, right? Like just the chorus on this. Is your, is your foot in the door of Vancouver? I mean, 
Would you say that? Not yet. Okay. But like just taking it like this, like that two more weeks, like they're written like shortly out, maybe just out of their outside of their, their first tour sort of thing. And like that, my foot is in the door. I can't sleep. I'm excited. Like we're, we're about to kind of get this going. Like I, I have no idea if any of this is accurate. <laughs> and, and then why he's talking about two more weeks and then Saturday, I'm assuming it like to me when I hear that, I'm like, but Saturday's at most a week away. <laughs> you know, they, they don't drop the line next Saturday. Yeah, I, I like mean, that. that's a little wordy, though. <laughs> Follow, okay, wait, whoa. We can't. Fine. We, yeah, we, Fine, cannot, okay. we cannot say anything is too wordy for they, Fallout Boy. That's fair. I mean, uh, their titles alone, like I said, are sentences. They should have mentioned something about a fortnight in, uh, in their lyrics then. <laughs> that is a, that's a term that despite the insane success of, of the, video the, game? the video game name, doesn't get used as a time measurement nearly no. often enough. Do we know why the video game is called Fortnite? I'm assuming it's not referencing two weeks. <laughs> well, or is it just like building forts? Because uh, I have a, a Fortnite. How is how is the time? I believe a Fortnite, Fortnite is spelled because like nite. Like so, it's, it's that's not, how that's how the time unit is spelled. Is oh, nite? No, no, no. That's how the game is spelled. Okay, I think yeah. the time unit is night. Like. So I don't know if they're... 14 Nights. Is I don't that know what if, it comes from? 14 Nights? I guess that makes sense. Whoa. Wow, it's just an abbreviation. Oh, yeah. we're, we're geniuses. Yeah, you, you come to this podcast for a horrible conversation about your favorite band. And it turns uh, out you, you learn the etymology of words. Yeah, unfortunately, Google automatically searches for Fortnite, the video game. <laughs> come on! Let's, I mean, can you blame them? I mean, no, I guess not. But I want to know <laughs> where it came from. Okay, I guess. I guess. We Sorry, gotta... I'm just. I'm reading genius.com. Uh, Fortnite meeting comments. Yeah. Oh, what the heck is wrong with me? Yeah. Uh, so we talked about how you thought I was dumb when uh, when you heard Pete and I. Yeah. And uh, the the lyric is Pete and I attacked the lost Astoria. Yes. And uh, one commenter so poignantly points out i'm pretty sure the lyrics are pete and i attacked the laws of astoria what's that means i don't know but i think that's what he says so that line definitely i I was trying to look up Fortnite. all i can get is like um period of two weeks which we know i just wanted to know oh wait wikipedia because that that line though uh had me doing some digging because i'm like what is the lost astoria and so isn't the astoria like a theater somewhere that they well, were playing? And that, and that was my guess, but anything that I uh, came up with on a few different occasions was referencing The Goonies, because The Goonies takes place in Astoria, Oregon. Oh. And I, there's some, but I just want to figure out... Um, okay, it took me one search to figure yeah, out no, your I, Fortnite thing. I'm literally on it, and it is 14 nights. Um, can you read the whole thing? The word derives from the Old English uh, of what? <laughs> Fjord, Fjordtine. <laughs> Fjordtine. Meaning 14 nights. Um, that is quite the word. But I want to, yeah, right? Uh, let's see. Fall. Oh, I'm I'm paid fortnightly, as I've just discovered. Oh, there you go. Uh, I think there was, there was, hold on. Oh, no, that's not what I wanted. That's, come on. <laughs> We're looking up the Lost Astoria, right? Yeah. Oh, let me turn that down. Astoria. Prepped episodes. Yeah. Hey, it's more fun to research on the fly. Yeah, especially when this keyboard is garbage and I just keep the eye doesn't work very well. Uh, okay, so there was this guy had this like 
theory on the follow boy uh, subreddit go on and it was dumb i'm warning you <laughs> but i was like okay okay so who is this this is spice invader one two three four all right so spice invader one was taken i'm assuming <laughs> spice invader all the way up to 1233 were taken you've got to assume yeah um and so it says this anyways uh, I have a theory about the song Saturday that's been roaming my mind for a bit. Roaming my mind. Is that a... Do we say that? I think so. The song came out in 2003. This is when Fall Out Boy's most punk songs came out. So that's a thing. Uh, also at the cusp of punk and emo culture. This is where... Okay, he loses me here. Another band that was having a big boom was the now semi-obscure The Ataris. I'm offended. <laughs> uh, with their only CD hit, So Long Astoria. I mean, that was their biggest hit, but Blue Skies is pretty good too. Anyway, in their commercial hype and fame. Good, good words. It's a bit of a stretch, <laughs> but bear with me. Uh, I'm ready to stretch. Pete and I attacked the lost Astoria. So Long Astoria CD Came, uh, fame from the Ataris after their what? Okay, he basically they're saying so long. A story is the CD that the Ataris are famous for. Uh, the Ataris played Warp Tour the year Fallout Boy became famous, therefore getting a lot of fans. Lost Astoria is an homage to the Goonies, which takes place in Astoria, Oregon. With promise and precision and a mess of youthful innocence, the youthful innocence, their punk emo fans, and their career. Uh, anyway, but like just like the relation to the Ataris, I'm like, I'm pretty sure So Long Astoria. Um, I mean, like when did Fallout, they say Fallout Boy played Warp Tour when they were getting famous. When did they get famous is my question. Because I feel like they got famous after this song was already written. Yeah. <laughs> so like that, like cross, I'm like, okay. Like they're, my first conclusion with the Lost Astoria was something to do with the Goonies only because a I love the Goonies and b yeah like the Ataris wrote a, wrote an album well not an entire album but a few songs that were uh, kind of um, inspired by the Goonies or at least a story or whatever but confession I've never seen the Goonies S- sorry carry on good Ra- radio silence from here <laughs> on out we're gonna pause the podcast we're gonna go watch the goonies and we'll get back to you okay homework for the podcast wow, that, wow the goonies was really good yeah. i'm really glad we stopped to watch it <laughs> yeah. i really liked uh the the the, the, the main part, goonie the main goonie <laughs> he was my favorite i mean i guess sean astin Mikey? Ah, samwise oh, yeah Corey feldman was in that movie too i don't know which hobbit he was he wasn't a hobbit uh, he was in uh, i'm not concerned did you ever about see him. lost boys also, no. Did you ever see any movies that took place that were made in the 80s? Probably. <laughs> Ferris Bueller? Yeah, Bueller. Um, but, I mean, I guess if what they did go on to say at some point, <laughs> I think, or someone else maybe mentioned that uh, Fall Out Boy likes to reference 80s movies. That might not have been in this on the subreddit. But so I was like, I mean, maybe. I mean, the Astoria also sounds like it could be a venue. For sure. The Lost Astoria? I don't know. Because literally when you look up the Lost Astoria, all that comes up is Follow Boy Saturday lyrics. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not a hundred percent sure. But it's definitely not the laws of Astoria. No, it's definitely not that <laughs> uh that commenter. Uh Viola Cola. I was gonna say, did you take names? Viola Cola. Uh Viola got seven Cola. upvotes. This was only two years ago. So yeah, I wonder when was this one from? Um I don't know. I just had that. This one had too. 14 upvotes from oh. one year ago. One year ago. Why are you writing about this a year ago? 
Who could say? Uh, I like like the, the things that follow. Oh, Spice Invader again. So one of the comments is Spice Invader on their own post. Um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I just thought that was so funny. I was like, oh, so the song is what? The Atari's commercial fame only lasted one CD, and to be crude and a bit real, one song. So they never tasted the fame like Follow Boy but in part kind of saved the band from losing their personal touch. This is in relation to the lyric, and I read about the after, or I read about the afterlife, but I never really lived more than an hour. So somehow they're timing that, like tying that into the the Ataris having one single. Interesting. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, quit. I, they did go on to say they love the Ataris, so I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was one thing about this song that immediately jumped out to me in more than one way and i was really hoping this was actually a thing uh okay real quick yeah uh a to z lyrics i'm sorry a z lyrics dot com we live in canada (laughs) uh they actually do have it listed as pete and i attacked the laws of astoria oh now i gotta go back and listen to it I don't think so. I don't think you do. I'm pretty sure this is a an open and shut case. There's no way. That's like, I know I just said and we joked about it being too wordy, but yeah. like, th- that's too syllably for the <laughs> for amount life. of syllables that come out of their mouths. I don't know. What does Apple Music say? Uh, I'm good mm-hmm. to go. That's the one I trust the least. Yeah, that's fair. Sometimes they have obviously wrong lyrics. Yeah, this says Pete and I attacked the lost Astoria. And the, like the lost, like lost is capitalized. And I think it was capitalized on genius as well. I wonder if Apple Music gets their lyrics from genius. Could be. That's a possibility. But now I, I do want to listen. Hold on. Yeah, you're good to go. All right. This is good listening. Oh, wait, that's like the first half of the song. Is it after this part? I mean, yes. Yeah. <laughs> is. is it after the chorus that gets repeated multiple times? <laughs> yeah. Which... It's definitely the lost Astoria. There's, yeah, there's, yeah, there's, there's no not, there's of. There's no of. Unless it was the laws Astoria. <laughs> yeah. I mean, or the laws of Astoria. And I mean, uh, Patrick gets a little mumbly sometimes when he wants to, but he wasn't mumbly there. But what I wanted to say about this song that I like immediately grasped onto, I think, and I don't know if you're a fan of this band or not, but I was super hoping that there was a cover of this by the band The Wonder Years because mm. holy... No, not a fan. Not not like not you're... not a fan, but not a fan. Okay, so what we're gonna do? This is me and Pete. This is what's gonna happen. We're just gonna alternate episodes where one time we listen to a Wonder Years. <laughs> it's somehow turning into a Wonder Years and Fallout Boy podcast because this song sounds like it could easily have been an early Wonder Years song. Mm-hmm. Now, well, I do really like Fred Savage. So <laughs> classic. Um, now, Fallout Boy came before the band The Wonder Years. Um, so like not saying that I think like there, there's like a, a for sure an influence, even in lyrical style of this song that Pete Wentz wrote in, um, which is funny to say because he had to change the lyrics. Did you read that? So, okay. Cause yes. he originally wrote it as like Pat and I, and me and Pat, I think, but he's like, but Patrick Stump was like, Hey, I don't like people calling me Pat <laughs> and B that makes zero sense because I'm singing the song. Okay, I need I need to read more about it because I was always under the understanding that Pete wrote all the lyrics and Pat, so I'm sorry, <laughs> Patrick Stump, I'll call Stumpy. Yeah. 
he likes to be called Stumpy, I'm sure. Sure, yeah. Makes uh, sense. He wrote all the music. Which, which is possible. I, which, which, like, okay, uh, <laughs> name another member of Fallout Boy. I know. I was literally thinking about <laughs> I, this. I did know their names, but I could not remember them for the life of me. Um, I could probably tell you. There's a Joe Troman and Andy Hurley. Joe Troman, yeah, he's lead guitar. Yeah, and Hurley's the drummer. I'm assuming I can't find drums on here. <laughs> it's it's Andy Hurley, and I'll take your word one, for it. One day, maybe we'll talk more about him. But like, I love Andy. Like, oh, there he is. He Andy Hurley, yeah. he bangs. So weird. So like, looking at the track info, the credits on Genius, it's like okay, written by Pete Wentz and Patrick Stump, and then it goes into percussion, drums, background vocals. Then it goes mixing engineer, Pro Tools engineer, assistant engineer, <laughs> mastering engineer, additional Pro Tools engineer, engineer, lead vocals, unclean vocals, rhythm guitar. It's so funny. <laughs> but yeah, it does say oh, that, that's funny. that Pete and Patrick wrote this song. So I'm assuming, I know I read that Pete wrote the lyrics and then Patrick was like, that doesn't actually make sense. See, uh, yeah, that, I'm, okay, that, make, that makes sense. I doubt Patrick wanted to sing his own name awkwardly like that. Yeah. Whereas I would have happily sang my own name awkwardly like that because I like hearing, I don't like saying my own name. I rarely say my own name, so I don't know where <laughs> I was going with that. But I was always under the impression that like Pete wrote all the lyrics and Pat wrote, ugh, I'm going to keep calling him Pat just because of this. <laughs> just because, no, yeah. But he wrote all the music. And then I've heard since that for a while it was like 50-50, like Pete would write a bunch of lyrics and then Patrick would kind of like, change them a bit to make them fit the music better. And then they went back to just Pete writing and Pat sing Patrick so, singing. Yeah. So this is weird. Okay. So it says me and Pete is written from Patrick's perspective because Patrick himself wrote the song. This is different than most fallout boys songs, which are penned by Pete Wentz. But then it goes on to say this Patrick says me and Pete, because whilst him and Pete were editing the lyrics, Pete wrote Pat and I, they didn't keep it for two reasons. One, Patrick doesn't like being called Pat and two, Patrick would have had to sing Pat and I, and that doesn't work, so they changed it up to me and Pete. But if Patrick wrote the song, why would it have been in there? Why would it have been there in the first place? That doesn't like that. What just, what was just written there doesn't make any sense to me. Doesn't oh that, yeah, no, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah okay. it doesn't sound like Pete wrote the song, and then as they were like editing, unless unless there was a, an entirely different line that was there, and. Pete rewrote it as Pat and I or whatever. And then Pat Patrick was like, that, that makes no sense. I don't know. That's, that seems weird to state that it, like one way that Patrick wrote it and then flip it that, that, yeah, I don't know. Weird. That could be one of the other things that I always found interesting about my understanding of the like writing singing arrangement is that, like, when Pete's writing lyrics, he will often have like probably his own preconception of like how it should be sung. And Patrick comes in with like fresh slate. Like he sees the words right. and doesn't have like, doesn't have that thought of what was in Pete's yeah. head. So you get like a fresh set of ears on like how it's going to sound. It's interesting because like from what I know about fallout boy, is that these two guys come from very different musical backgrounds. Mm -hmm. And you can hear that in this song in like when, when Pete is screaming at one point, which I, I understand was kind of more of a part of their sound early on. And I mean, obviously isn't now, but became less so as, as time went on, but mm -hmm. 
It's actually the cringiest part of the song for me. Oh, totally. Like the part of the song that aged the worst. Which is funny because, uh, okay, they, the last time I saw them live, yeah, they were opening for Blink One Eighty Two, right, and um, this was this was like the first reunion tour when Tom right. yeah. came back and wasn't full crazy yet, uh, and then <laughs> opening for Fall Out Boy. It was the All American Rejects who? Okay. Wow, was that an experience? Was it, was it bad? It was bad. Yeah. It was quite bad. It's funny because like, they are they are the poppiest of pop punk. Yeah. I, I don't even, I don't think it's fair to call them pop punk. Yeah. They're like pop rock, yeah. I guess. Much like something corporate. Yeah, but yeah. like if you were just if you were watching their performance with earplugs in and couldn't hear a thing, yeah. you would think they were some like thrash metal band. <laughs> it's just it was so jarring to see what they were doing on stage and right. and, and hear the, music. the like frilly well, poppy always, stuff coming out of their I always found it funny cuz like for the video for Swing Swing or whatever mm-hmm. he's playing like I think he's playing like a Gibson Explorer or something like I mean mm-hmm. a guitar that especially at the time was associated more with like harder music right like mm-hmm. and then yeah you hear Swing Swing and it's just like this super poppy. Like they definitely had, you know, like pop punk leanings earlier on, I think. Um, but yeah, I always thought it was so funny to see that. Being like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. But. Um, oh, so anyways. Yeah. Saw them live. They apparently close with Saturday quite mm-hmm. often. And uh, it's, it's fine. Maybe I just saw them on like, or I, I saw Pete on not a great vocal night. Right. But it's funny to watch the build up to it, like to the the screamy the screen, Pete yeah. bridge, where like he hands his bass to a guy off yep. stage. That guy finishes the song on bass, and there's this like anticipation for like this huge vocal crescendo, and then it's Pete just like awkwardly screaming, not quite <laughs> hitting it. It's kind of bad. Yeah, it's but funny. I, but then I watched some like live videos of them doing it places and yeah. it pulled it off better than I remember. Right. So. I was say, I mean, he doesn't pull it off to the level of the album. No. Um, but yeah, I, I watched some live videos of them playing the song and I was like, yeah, like, and, and that's where I think I got the most cringe out of it because <laughs> yeah. I think it depends too when you're watching it, but it's like so very much in that moment in music um, where he's got like the you know, like the swooped the swept mm, hair yeah. going on, and he's constantly adjusting it as he's like running back and forth yeah. screaming. And I'm just like, well, it's just so funny because it's not really a part of like when I think of Follow Boy, like cause I, like their singles that I had heard. That was never a thing I'd heard about this, and I'd heard about people talking about oh Pete Wentz legit came out of like the hardcore scene, which mm-hmm. is always kind of funny to see too because like when you think of Fallout Boy, like Pete Wentz is like the guy liner pretty boy right like yeah. it's like wait he came out of like the chicago hardcore scene like that's interesting to me but um i mean anybody can wear guy liner it doesn't matter but it's just funny that like he gets like when when you think of like that era and that time of music like that's when guy liner was really a thing and like, yeah swept bangs and all and it's like he was doing it all mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> so he's very much in that moment whereas like patrick stump just always had weird ugly hats oh and the best weird birds. ugly hats oh man that that was the uh did you watch the video for this uh yeah i i mean it's 
there's there's not a lot going on no, like it's it's it seems like there's a plot i didn't follow it maybe yeah, i didn't I, that's pay what i was attention. trying to figure out too but i did follow patrick stump sideburns and wow there's those something. are those are magnificent um i'd also heard a thing that read somewhere that the crowd the live like the crowd shots in that video are actually from a hate breed concert huh <laughs> <laughs> which i'm not sure if that's correct oh, that's funny um I, I i wish i remember where i read it it might have been on reddit uh, uh, a, 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 a space on the web i don't spend a lot of time on my account is currently suspended for suspicious activities so i don't know what happened on reddit yeah jeez <laughs> i'm not sure what ha- i'm like like i don't know why but i don't ever post anything so i'm like all right whatever uh, maybe it was on here because they they did do a discussion how how long ago was this five years ago <laughs> on their on the fallout boy subreddit um in the music video the majority of the crowd shots were actually taken from a hate breed show nice yeah i'd like to go back and figure that out because <laughs> hate breed had some of the craziest crowds i've ever seen they had a song oh, oh. what is it called um they had a song. It's, I can't remember the name, but it's like, now is the time for me to rise to my feet or whatever. But there's a guy in the video. It's just like live footage. And he legit does like a full on, like it was either like a gainer or a backflip off the balcony into the crowd. <laughs> it's like, oh, put that in a fallout boy video. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So I, I really wasn't paying that close attention to the music video. Uh, in fairness, I don't think I would have ever seen this music video like on much music or anything. Yeah, I, no. I doubt it ever played. Cause like uh, growing up. Okay. And yeah, much music is our MTV. If yeah. for some reason, anybody outside of uh, my close personal friends and family ever listened to this, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but sugar, we're going down. Like I had cable. I had much music, got to see music videos then. So I saw that one quite a bit. But this one, I I might have seen it for the first time today. Oh yeah, I watched it a few times over the course of the last week or whatever. And um, yeah, I never really followed the story either. I'm like, I know there's some kind of story going on here, but do you want me to read you the Wikipedia oh, summary like of the a, story? A synopsis. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hear. Yeah. It. Okay. So the video features all of the band, but particularly frontman Patrick Stump and Pete Wentz. Pete is killing the other band members and their friends, leaving a Queen of Hearts playing card with each of the bodies, his literal calling card. Patrick is a detective tracking the killer, in quotes. During the bridge of the song, Patrick and Pete are seen in the same position, sitting on a bed with a wall of pictures of Pete's victims in the background, suggesting that Patrick and Pete may be the same person. In the end, Pete kills Patrick. But because Pete and Patrick turn out to be the same person, Pete dies as well. Um, 20 year old spoiler. It's a real fight club moment. Yeah, I was going to say this just sounds like fight club. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I'm gonna have to pay closer attention to it. Yeah. I'll watch it again. <laughs> yeah. I've watched it like three or four times, but always halfway through the video, I get distracted. <laughs> I just start like, Oh know. yeah. Then following that the video is intertwined, intertwined with clips of the band playing a show in the believers never die greatest hits dvd commentary the band members say that the moshing and slam dancing were to hate breed not actually fallout boy so so it might not have been a hate breed yeah, concert like the way that's worded sounds like they were just playing hate breed music like over loudspeakers <laughs> and they were moshing to it could be which is funny 
Follow Boy's not moshy enough. Because <laughs> like that was the thing I was trying to figure out. I was like, at a hate breed concert, like nothing looks like it's at an actual concert. It just all looks like it's in that same room that they're playing. Right? Yeah. So, so that that would make more sense than it being like this is actual footage from a hate breed concert. Because uh, that would just be a bunch of tough dudes. Yeah. Like throwing down in a hardcore pit. Anyway. Anyway. So cool. So. <laughs> but yeah. So cool. Everything about this song, like I, I like the screaming is a little like, eh, I could, I could kind of do without it, I suppose. Lyrically and musically, though, it reminds me of the Wonder Years. And every time I put it on, I'd get pumped on that, be so mm. excited. And then I'd also want to listen to the Wonder Years. I'm going to find a way somehow on this podcast to uh, make you listen to the Wonder Years. I'm sure at some point their paths crossed. I don't think they ever did. Like I, I tried Googling Fall Out Boy in the Wonder Years and nothing really came up outside of like articles written about like one was about from Fall Out Boy to the Wonder Years, emos, poets or something like that. Mm. I'm like, eh. but, okay, it's funny you say you could do without the screaming. Yeah. I found a cover where I was like, oh, I, I started and I was like, ah, it's, it's fine. I was kind of hoping they would be worse so I yeah. could laugh at it more. But then they get to the bridge. Yeah. They, they don't scream. There's no screaming. Oh. I was so disappointed because there's like three dudes with mics in the video. Yeah. Um, one of them is obviously singing and one of them seems to be singing harmony sometimes. And the other one never actually sings into his mic. I was, I was expecting him to be the Pete Wentz where like right. he is going to just bust out the, the old the screamo scream. there. But nope, doesn't do it. No, so no screaming. Spoiler alert. As we're about to play this, you're you're telling me there's no screaming. No, there's no screaming. That's sad. The, and and yeah, they're they're not bad. It's like it's not good, but it's not bad. All right. Do you want, do you want me to play it? Yeah. Okay. Well, is it the Minority Nine Hundred Five? It is the Minority Nine Hundred Five cover. Uh, I feel like I've actually I think I've actually seen videos of theirs. Really? Yeah. I'm gonna click. Okay, play it. Play it. I'm gonna click on their channel because I okay. think they've covered some like Blink and stuff. Oh, it could be. Come on, no ads. No ads. Woo. He didn't nail the uh, opening line. Yeah. But so I thought it was going to. Oh, okay. I take it all back. The guy who I said didn't sing at all just pretended to sing there. So. Oh, I thought you were going to say the guy who I just said didn't sing at all is actually the lead singer. <laughs> no. No. But the other guy just like looks longingly at his mic several times as though he might sing, but then he never does. So. Okay, hang on. Skipping ahead. Actually, wait. I'll give you. I'll give you a chorus. Yeah, give me a chorus. Like they, they hit some pretty sick harmonies there too. Yeah, they're good. Like. The drummer is really playing to the camera. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Build up to the bridge. Like, oh yeah. You can feel it. Somebody's about to scream. Somebody's about to scream their face off. And... Nope. Bit of a letdown. Not even like a background vocal doing, like, singing what the scream would be. Yeah. 
It's all right. Oh, yeah, okay, these... but I mean, he they do the scream is the same lyric as the yeah, but it, it, I feel sing. is it at the same time or is they they shift the time a little bit? I can't. Remember. I'm pretty sure it's more or less at the same time. Maybe at the same time. But anyway, yeah, these guys. I was just like looking here. I've definitely watched their videos before. They've got some sick things here because they like uh, where are we? Uh, Green Day, American Idiot, full album live cover. Oh wow! Like, do they play it front to back? Yeah, it's in two parts. Um... They're both about like thirty-seven minutes long. They have if "Blame It on My Youth" was Bl- uh, by Blink One Eighty Two was on "Enema of the State," which like a thousand people did that. Uh, nice. Yeah, I feel like they did. Um, oh, the kids aren't all right by the Offspring, Green Day, Dookie live full album covers. So, yeah, yeah. So, uh, definitely the, watch these guys. The top rated comment. Really hoped for Pete screaming, but great cover anyway. Uh, on a side note, you up- uploaded this on my birthday. Only watched it today. <laughs> uh, and then they replied to that. Would have been pretty cool to have the screaming. Yeah, but we can't scream. L O L. Well, at least they didn't like try to do something that they're not good at yeah like they stuck to their it strengths a, it was a choice yeah they they made a choice and hard to argue with it yeah uh i like that these are like is, is there like any acoustic covers yes i found one hang on i say because all of them are the first few anyways are full bands uh there are also a surprising amount of bass covers <laughs> is everyone, like that one guy yeah i'm looking at one i'm i don't know why oh, it says lives oh it is fallout boy I was gonna say, I was <laughs> yeah say, that guy that guy looks like he's trying to be uh pete wentz it yeah literally is pete wentz. yeah once you get down uh lower in the old view count yeah it's it's a lot of just like poorly filmed concert footage yeah i mean they have ten thousand views on that minority now i know i was surprised like it's not a ton in the grand scheme of youtube but like that's right. not nothing but i mean like the follow i mean it, i mean it's not close but they say the, the fallout boy saturday live sets on yahoo it's four hundred thirty thousand. so i mean it's they're they didn't you know they didn't even crack half a million on their own live video but yeah i mean i don't know what i'm saying Man, there are a lot of things the official video for the song is six million views so Oh my goodness! Uh, I found William Beckett from the Academy is covering Saturday by Fall Out Boy. Oh, amazing! We got to hear this. Okay, let's push play. Did you listen to the Academy is? I know I have. They yeah. do not stick in my brain. So. God, I love his voice. Do you? I do. It's okay. I mean, I guess voice is a hot button topic with Fall Out Boy because seems like you either love or hate Patrick Stump's voice. Yeah. I am firmly in the love camp. That's fair. Okay, skipping ahead because I'm curious. <laughs> if he's going to scream. falsetto nah just singing that's that's fine it is funny that he's doing this i wonder when this was like, uh, eight it, years it ago it's a low quality video so but i mean that's still 2011 when did the academy is oh come man out? 2011 was eight years ago yeah the uh okay where was the acoustic one i watched where he was like that was fine it. but not great <laughs> that was it man there's so many just like awesome. Ba- oh wait, this one was my favorite one. 
<laughs> like this one is like so sick. They even like eight bitted the cover. So good. Yeah, it's awesome. Eight bit typically makes things better. I would disagree. Okay. But this is like, <laughs> like normally I'm like, all right, but I I don't know if it's just like the pace of this song and how strong the melody is. I'm like, yeah, I can I can give it. I mean, I'm not gonna listen to this on a regular basis. But I can get behind this. This is uh, the green guitar on on YouTube. You want to hear something crazy? I do desperately. <laughs> so uh, there's this old like. Ooh, let's see if they do the scream. <laughs> it just goes distorted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. I think the only thing that I wish was different with eight bit music. I love the like. Okay, no screen. The sound, the sound of the synths that like that in in eight bit. But I do wish there was like some kind of actual drum noise that wasn't just. Yeah. Um, but what I was gonna say is, so there's this like, I mean, they're old now. We just talked about 2011 being eight years ago. This band's been around since the like mid 90s, I believe. But so this old Christian like hardcore metal band called Zeo, they just recently released a new album on an NES cartridge. Awesome. <laughs> so. Here's the crazy thing, though. So they only, like, I think there's only something like 120 copies available of the NES cartridge version. And when you get it, uh, well, you can't get it anymore. It's all sold out, obviously. But but when you get it, you get the cartridge. And then inside that was, like, um, like a, a sound card expander sort of thing. So that instead of just playing 8-bit music, it has the ability to play MP3s. Hmm. And so you put the, the the cartridge in once you've installed the the sound card in uh expander or whatever and so it plays in mp3 but it's great because like all the the art is all like 8-bit graphics and like the lyrics are on the screen and you're like classic nes like fonts and whatever it's nice. uh, it's pretty great um i mean i would never buy it like, it's, it's such like it's, it's such a ridiculous it's, it's pretty gimmick. great i hate it but it's pretty great yeah like i was like i was so glad that someone did like an unboxing sort of thing on youtube i was like all right i've experienced it to the point that i need to now uh, I hope I don't know how much they sold for. I'm sure they were stupid expensive, but probably. Um, but yeah, I was just like, oh, it's not eight bit music. Like that's kind of cool. Um, here's a guy uh, singing along to Fall Out Boy. Oh, good old. Uh, yeah, he just just using a pen as an as a microphone. <laughs> he is giving. This has been viewed. 2,699 times. I literally uh, can't say anything about that because I don't have any videos that are near that viewer count. Yeah, I know. Actually, I might. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. There Do was... you have 18 subscribers? Uh, I might. Because uh, Sat1988 sure does. All right. Challenge, off. Challenge is on. Ooh. I'm curious uh, now. 17 likes, 12 uh, dislikes. Oh. Uh, seems like people are kind of kind of jerks. How many though? subscribers? Eighteen. Ooh, I got twenty-three. Nice. This is like a music project I haven't touched in a while. I think um, it's safe to say I have zero subscribers, except for maybe some some spam bots. Right. Why won't this allow me to go to? Why is it not showing all bots? Because right, I think. Uh, every once in a while, when I want to increase my my Twitter count. I just randomly tweet something about porno spam bots. Nice. And, and, uh, and they YouTube? all follow me. 
It's like they were just waiting oh. for me to say something, and they're like, "Here we are. We're here to follow you." He's got more views, though. I think on that. Oh, uh, that's too bad. What did he? What was he at? Uh, two thousand six hundred ninety-nine. Oh yeah, I'm two thousand seventy-three. Ah, yeah, yeah. He's got you beat. That's got me beat. That's too bad. Man, I can't find. I found a really good sad boy acoustic cover, and now I can't find it again. Hey, that's. Uh, I was literally like, the video is a sad boy acoustic cover yeah, that I it, did of a song. Oh, nice. <laughs> Not of Saturday. Now I'm gonna do it. <laughs> What did you? What was your sad boy? Uh, that one was Bukowski by Mooseblood. Okay, it should be my history, right? I none of those words made sense to me. Yeah, it's but. fine. You're stuck. You're stuck listening to me. Here we go. Two thousand three. One thousand views. We That's better. I love like how far back this goes because like they all just look like garbage. It's so good. Like he's not bad, but then his. He periodically loses like a word or a chord because there's a there's a couple quick chord transitions in there, and he uh, he holds his own. Like he's better than me for sure. Yeah. I am well, quite mediocre. Well, and it's it's not easy to just like straight up play because he appears to still just be playing like this like the same version of the song they play on electric guitar. He's just playing it on acoustic, right? Like he hasn't done anything to to like adapt it for the acoustic guitar yeah which makes it it can make it hard especially more upbeat song for it to sound great right so yeah he's definitely i'm like man he's he's doing he's doing just fine yeah i'm a fan uh control alt defeat music that's pretty good okay okay i'm i'm giving him a like okay so when when did this come out uh march 25th 2010 okay does he still making videos that's that's a great question. You just literally got to click on his name. <laughs> I'm just reading the comments. <laughs> All the comments are like, oh, can you put... Oh, oh, he has not posted more videos. Like, Since wow, then, okay. that's his newest that, video. That one has 1,000 views. Yeah. His Sugar We're Going Down acoustic cover has 87 views. Oh, crushed it on How did people one. just find his Saturday cover and not his Sugar We're Going Down cover? Oh. I mean, you had to scroll to find it. <laughs> so That's, I wonder how far you have to scroll to find... And there's probably so many more covers of Sugar Run uh, Down. I imagine so. Just gets buried. It's, oh. like, it's a fine art of like selecting those songs early on, I think, to build your viewers. Yeah. To then just be able to get, you know, cover whatever song and be right at the top of the list. But I think I have one video on my account. Attaboy Pete. Is it uh, you playing baseball? Taking, taking practice cuts? It is not. Oh, no, I have... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to delete this one because it's creepy. <laughs> Can I delete a video? First, we have How to see I it. do that? No. I have two videos. One is me uh, sneakily recording some friends playing uh, Dance Central on the old Xbox Connect. Nice. It's hilarious. And the other one, for some reason, uh, I decided to try and cover a City in Color song. Oh. And I did a real mediocre job. All right. So... One day, one day I'll play that. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's that. Yeah, I mean, I like yeah. Covers are fine. It's funny because like I don't find there was a, I went through a season for sure where I looked up covers of songs or like my YouTube was just full of cover recommendations because you know you come across one artist and you're like this is actually really good and then. But it's funny just like the pure level of 
cover skill. Like the first video we watched, like Minority 905 or whatever, like full production, right? Like, I mm-hmm. mean, that song is, they've recorded it, mixed it, mastered it, and then shot a, you know, a quote unquote live video for it. Like, yeah. and, and then we literally ended with a guy sitting in his darkened bedroom <laughs> on his guitar recorded in 2010, oh, like almost nice. 10 years ago. It's great. But I mean, yeah, I, I'm a fan of this song. I'm a little bit disappointed that the episode's that we're, we're done it now and I'm you know I'm hoping there are other songs that come up that I, I like just as much there are definitely <laughs> going to be ones you like as much probably more oh uh, and there are definitely going to be some that you hate yeah bold words yeah bold yeah. words from a bold man I I mean we'll find out I, I reserve the right to change this statement but I'm I'm pretty sure there aren't any songs that I hate I'm pretty sure there are songs that like I take a step back and I'm like objectively this is bad but i still like it like with fallout boy or yeah with fallout boy oh in, so, in general for yeah. sure there I, I know there are songs there are songs that i like outwardly hate yeah. but still kind of like yeah couldn't possibly give you an example but give they, me an they example exist. uh, uh <laughs> yeah baby I, by we, justin bieber sure we gotta figure out what like what is the bar for when we determine whether or not you've made me a fallout boy fan because the idea isn't just for you to like unload all the songs that you think i will like right off the top and then be like yep no no just no like backload all the stuff that you're like you're gonna hate this so i gotta figure out like what is what what becomes the bar like i mean this song i will easily go back to more than likely and listen to it at some point i have actually listened to it so much this week yeah. in anticipation of this I was kind of worried I was going to start getting sick of it. And then I was listening to it on my way over here. Yeah. And still not still dope. Yeah. So I, yeah, I'm I'm curious to see where that, where that, that bar will lie when we can say if you've, if you've won or not, I don't know if it's just that one, you know, if, and when we get through all of the songs, if it's just then if in the end, whether or not I say I'm a follow boy fan, I don't know. I don't know. Right now, I don't, I, I mean, I guess right now I would say I am more of a follow boy fan than I was at the beginning of this. Because this song, I probably at this point in time like more than any other Fall Out Boy song I've heard. Fair enough. So if if um, if originally you started at zero, you're at like, well, I guess this would be like I plus could, plus one because yeah, I guess okay. You, so, you went up one. Oh, that would be good. We could just keep like a net plus minus of of yeah. if you liked the song or not, and see where we end up at the end. That's fair. You'd have to figure out how many songs there are, I guess. I mean, not necessarily. Not really. Because, yeah, I guess if I if I end up in the negatives, I'm in the negatives. Yeah. But, yeah. Or at if, the, at if this you point, end up in the positives and then I'm just like, well, fine. And I, we quit. We're not doing this ever again because you're in the positives and I win. <laughs> you're like, I win. We're there done. are no other songs, David. <laughs> there are no other songs. Um, yeah, no. Okay. I, I like that. Well, the, the, <laughs> like, the sliding meter. Right now yeah. we're at plus one. Okay. Plus one. That's fair. All right. Cool. Yeah. Any other thoughts? No, I think that's... That's enough for this. Saturday's over. Now it's Sunday. <laughs> yes, I guess. All That's, right. Works for me. Cool. Well, good talk. See you out there.